I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Echo's annual feature, Summer Soap. Now in its sixth year, Summer Soap is a daily fictional serial which runs over 12 episodes and the stories are written by students on the MA in Creative Writing program at UCC. Called Annie May and the Hit Brigade, this story was written and is read by Mahito Indy Henderson, and it follows the journey of a young woman who travels from the USA to Cork. Will she make friends here and get a job? Will she fall in love? Will she like Cork? And will Cork like her? All will be revealed. Annie May and the Hit Brigade by Mahito Indy Henderson Chapter 5, Episode 5 The people at the station said they'd get back to her within a week. Annie May checks her emails constantly. There's a little bar graph that tells her how many hours per day she has spent on her phone. Much to her chagrin, she has been regularly crossing the five-hour threshold. It's addictive, no question, says Minnie. They designed the apps that way on purpose. I know, says Annie May, and the worst part is there will never be any accountability. All these stats make me even more stressed. Exactly. Isn't that right, Chris? Chris raises a finger without looking up from his phone. Be right with you, he says. Patrick's Hill is jam-packed with young people. One sunny day, and they're out like migratory birds, all waving and shouting, cans akimbo. A schlitter whizzes past her face, and a sheepish boy with racing stripes carved into his hair apologizes. She asks Minnie and Chris about PPS numbers. It's like your work authorization, says Minnie. We all have one. It's the equivalent of a social security number, says Chris. Annie May feels sick. There are always lovely little pitfalls with immigration paperwork. When she was an undergrad, she was supposed to study in Paris for a semester. After she'd gotten into the program, her university told her to get a visa, so she contacted the consulate. She reviewed their checklists and saved up for their application fees. She'd gathered a whole mess of papers, scanned copies of her passport and driver's license, official letters from her university, and proof of health insurance. She'd taped them all up on her wall of her bedroom, like a scene out of a beautiful mind. Then, after waiting three months for an appointment, her application was denied. She had forgotten to print out her latest bank statement. Just the one. It's the little things that make failure so fun. The clouds roll in, and everyone groans. The three of them pack up and head home for a movie night. Rock, paper, scissors. Chris wins the right to choose the evening's entertainment. Annie Mae and Minnie both roll their eyes. He's into whispery arthouse films. He picks a Spanish movie starring Penelope Cruz. Says it's some great testament to the power of cinema. Minnie scoffs. Just because it's in a foreign language doesn't mean it's spectacular, she says. Chris looks hurt. I'm ignoring that, he says. Trust me, this is something special. A real auteur film, you know? Annie Mae's googling how to apply for a PPS number. The search results are unclear. She can't tell if she only needs an online form or if it requires an in-person meeting as well. Hey, Chris, do you know if you need an appointment for... Shh! It's starting, he says. The movie opens with a blind man. He used to be someone great. Then he asks a woman to describe her breasts for him. Jesus, says Minnie. Chris is getting panicky. No, no, he says. Just wait. It's art. We're waiting, says Annie Mae. 
And there's the top off. The sex scene is lengthy and explicit. The first sex scene, that is. The three of them stare straight ahead, trying not to make eye contact. So is this going to be the whole thing? Asks Annie Mae. Chris won't answer. You're into blue movies, is that it? Asks Minnie. Just wait, he says. The dialogue here is class. Sure, the dialogue, says Minnie. He's a bit pervy for an auteur, no? Asks Annie Mae. They're all a bit, says Minnie. Chris is trying very hard to concentrate on the subtitles, which, at the moment, read, Moaning. Annie Mae has found the FAQ page for the application. It can be completed online. Perfect. But what about the proof of address? Hey, Minnie, how might I prove that I live here? Would you two please be quiet? Asks Chris. It picks up here, I promise. Minnie makes a face at Chris and gives Annie Mae a helpless shrug. Let me look it up later, okay? The film moves on. It is revealed that the protagonist is himself a film director, a narrative technique that Chris is eager to point out. You see, it's a film within a film. It's about looking. Do you notice the mise-en-scene? The red colors of the set mirror the character's fraught relationship with lust and violence. Then Mrs. Cruz takes her shirt off. It's a blue movie, all right, no question, says Annie Mae. Agreed, says Minnie. We could have been watching something good. Chris is about to explode. This is good, he says. It's not about sex. Annie Mae and Minnie exchange a look. Yes, it absolutely is, says Minnie, as the characters on screen begin to wrestle, nude, on the floor. Annie Mae turns her phone off. Why does everything require so many steps, so many hours in front of a computer? She wants to work. Shouldn't the government make the process as easy as possible? Minnie turns away from the TV. On second thought, she says, why don't we take a look at that application now? Find out more about Annie's new life in Cork in the next episode of Annie May and the Hip Brigade on echolive.ie tomorrow. This episode was read by its author, Mahito Indy Henderson. Thanks to the production team, Owen O'Sullivan, Steve Neville and Caitlin Griffin. Remember, you can keep up with the latest stories in Cork today by signing up to our daily newsletter on echolive.ie. On Formative, middle school kids from New York City public schools interview a phenomenal collection of grown-ups. Me, like, I don't know what I want to do. You don't have to have all the answers. I feel like a lot of people's favorite topics are, like, interest in their life. That is a really good answer. The podcast where the leaders of today are interviewed by leaders of tomorrow. Listen now at newyorkedge.org slash formative or wherever you get your podcasts.